G'day and welcome to a very special edition of the Punting Monologue. We're here, it's here, the 163rd running of the race that stops the nation, the Melbourne Cup. It is the big one. We're in the thick of it at Flemington this Tuesday, Arvo. I'm joined by a man who knows far more than me and I'll be deferring to him a lot because at the time of recording, I'm not fresh. How are you, Benny? <laughs> yeah, good, mate. The, the Melbourne Cup's just different, isn't it? There's just something special about the Melbourne Cup, isn't there? Absolutely. I mean, I remember I'm from Queensland, so we never had a public holiday, but I always found it weird that we never second-guessed it, that at school, you rock up in the morning, you bring your two bucks, you get your sweepstake, you stop class, we all go and watch it. So hang on a minute, what's going on? <laughs> Unbelievable. Gambling. It's wild, the- really. <laughs> In the classroom. There's just that that anticipation before the race, the chills when they jump, the roar of the Great crowd. Great and then, you know, there's yeah. the three minutes of, of the race where you're just like, I just want to know what happens. And then... It's a weird feeling, isn't and it? And it unfolds and then someone's lifelong dream comes true and it's pandemonium. And hopefully you've backed the winner at the end of it. Have you been live? Yeah, yeah. The first one I went to was one by... Jezebel, that would have that was a long time ago. Now, I think it was probably late nineties. I didn't. I don't know if I went to any of the Maccabi Diva ones. I've been to a few recently. I definitely went to Twilight Payment. But yeah, you know, working in the industry, you don't get many uh, opportunities to go on Cup Day. Have you been? Never been, mate. I've never been. I don't trust myself. Do you think? <laughs> obviously, one hundred and sixty-three times around the track, this has happened. So obviously, I'm going to be wrong here, but. Is Payne's Ride one of the longest shots that's got up? Question without notice, yeah. what would be the roughest? Oh, it probably is. I mean, that was a messy race. It was really slowly run, and Darren Weir was up to his old tricks, um, getting the best out of horses. So, <laughs> what, um, winning? <laughs> yeah, winning. Uh, mate, that was a great story, though, the Michelle Payne story. You know, like she's dined out on that uh, ever since. So that was 100 to 1. I think there's been about 3 or 4 in the race's illustrious history that have been 100 to 1 and Farlap at 8 to 11, which is about a buck 70 in the modern day parlance was the shortest. <laughs> so what I want from you mate and this might be a tall order on a Sunday Arvo, but bugger it, I want you to do it. I actually want you to run through every single runner in the field. So there's 24 of them. This is for Betty in accounts when she rocks up Tuesday morning and gets something in the sweepstakes and she can have one (laughs) sentence on every single horse. And at the end of that, I want you to tell us what's going to win and why. So if that's all right with you, mate, good luck with it. I'm just going to go through in... Race book order. Race book order. Fantastic. I sound professional. Obviously, mate, it's going to be race seven. It's at 3 p.m. We know what it is. We know when it is. We know how long it runs for. Let's get into it. The top weight is Gold Trip, previous winner. What's going on here? Is this going to go again? So this horse is just absolutely flying, um, going better than it was last year when it won. But it is a it is a harder race. There's more depth in this um, cup this year. So 58.5 kilos is as much as you'd want. <laughs> like, I mean, if it was carrying 56.5, probably be... Um, complete moral but 58 and a half is really getting to the territory where it makes it hard and we haven't seen a horse carry that much since Maccabi Diva carried 58 so look winning chance uh, definite winning chance couldn't be going any better J-Mac on board so yeah the I think the biggest negative for it is is the weight it has to carry there you go Benny in accounts bang on about the weight when anyone asks you number two is Alinkur if I'm pronouncing that correctly and the story here has got to be the man on top of it yeah, that's right. I mean, he wrote. Did he write a couple? He wrote at least a couple on Derby Day. Mm. So that was a good story. He, um, 
he's going out on a high. But yeah, this horse isn't going that well. He's only had five starts in Australia, hasn't really done a lot, and uh, was well beaten in a in a much weaker race last start, and right at the top of the weights for a horse who hasn't fired here. So uh, I don't think it's any chance. There you go, Betty. Just mention the jockey and walk away. Number three is without a fight. Yeah, I mean, this is the Caulfield Cup winner. Uh, $8.50 it started in that ra- that race. It went to a new level ratings-wise, but it always it was a level that we expected it to get to, and it got there. Now, it's got to go to the 3,200 and do it again. It loves the dry track, which definitely going to be on Tuesday, so... That's in the positive. Got a kilo penalty for winning that Caulfield Cup. Um, that's pushing it up further up in the weights. But it'll get back in the field from barrier 16. Definite winning chance. It did start $12 in this race last year, but it wasn't going anywhere as good as it is now. So legitimate chance without a fight. Legitimate chance without a fight at 650. Betty, it won the Caulfield Cup. Number four is something that may happen if people don't pull their heads in come Tuesday Arvo so make sure you know what gambling is really costing you number four at about 18 bucks is breakup yeah and this is a Japanese horse the Japanese horses they're of the highest quality they won the Golden Eagle yesterday up in Sydney it started ten dollars in the Corfu Cup had a really nice run loomed into it and just didn't do much and that was it was probably disappointing it is proven up to this trip but just on that run you couldn't have it against some of the others that had matched up against there without a fight gold trip, you couldn't possibly back it. So uh, I think it's got a sticky gate. It'll have to probably go back further than it was in the Caulfield Cup. So, yeah, I'm going to pass on breakup. Betty, it's Japanese. Number five is your favourite, Vauban or Vauban or Vauban. That's the first thing we've got to tell Betty in accounts. How do we pronounce this winner? Yeah, Vauban, I think. It doesn't really matter, but <laughs> as long as the race caller gets it right, I think that's the, that's the main... We'll find out at the jump what it's called. I mean, this is a worthy favourite. We know how good the international horses are, and I think they've picked the right horse to come over. was really impressive at Ascot. Two starts back, winning by seven and a half lengths. It's time for remaining of 119. To give you a bit of context on that, when Cross Counter came down, it was 124 and carried a lot less weight. So just goes to show you how much of a moral Cross Counter was that year that it ran. That time form rating is pretty solid, solid enough to have it favourite. And it's a go-forward horse. I mean, I'll be interested to see how, how warm they ride it. Do they go to the front? But there's a fair bit of other speed in the race. So I'd imagine they'd be trying to take a sit because trying to lead all the way over the 3200 is a pretty tough ask and I think this horse would benefit from just sitting in behind the leaders. Ryan Moore comes down for the ride and this is a worthy favourite but you look at the current price, it's 340. It's not going to start any shorter than that so you can wait till jump time to back it. You might get a better price. Worthy favourite, Betty. And just for those playing at home, the others that were in contention there, gold trips at about 5 bucks, and without a fight at about 6 or 6.50. It's starting to bounce around at the moment at the time of recording. And as Benny said, your favourite is Worthy at 3.40. It's Vauban or Vauban, depending on the race caller's antics. Number six, another familiar one here, Solcom at 10 bucks. Yeah, um, I think this is one of the real hopes of the, what I suppose you'd call it a local now, even though it was an import. Chris Waller trains it. It sort of developed a habit of missing the start, and that's what it did in the Caulfield Cup when it was solid enough in the market at $8 and ran home really well. It wasn't beaten all that far considering how far it missed the start by. Marrera takes the ride. I, they just need to get this horse to jump. I just feel like this is a better weighted horse than, say, a gold trip without a fight. It's got figures good enough to win this, and I think it's hitting it at the right time. It's had a great preparation, and it's absolutely flying. I think this can definitely win, and Ooh. this is one that I don't think the bookies should be laying because $10 is, I think that's a treat, that price. Hello, he sounds positive on that one, Betty. You're in luck if you draw that in the sweepstakes. Number seven at 21 bucks is absurd. It's come in from it starting around about 
34, 33 bucks, depending on where you're shopping, and it's not spelt like you would spell absurd, which is quite frankly bloody absurd. <laughs> yeah, and the, the chances get pretty thin from here on in, so absurd is obviously a stable mate to the favourite Vauban. Got well beaten by it at Ascot, but has since won the Ebor at York. The distance is going to be no problems. It's got no weight on its back. Great trainer, Willie Mullins. Great jockey, Zach Purton. So there's a few positives there, and you're getting 20 to 1. Uh, this is definitely one you'd be throwing in your quaddies, trifectas, etc. Time form range of 114, so it's, it's five points below Vauban, but we've seen what the internationals can do when they come down. They can improve. So I think 20 to 1 absurd. Yeah, you should be whacking that in everything. Yeah, it's an absurd price, that's for sure. That's all you got to do, Betty. Work on the pun. Right you are. Number eight is a whopping 67 bucks For a horse that I know, that seems like a lot. Yeah, but I mean, this is his biggest test. I had a really good run in the Caulfield Cup and couldn't get near him. 3,200 metres isn't going to suit it either. So I think the owners will just be enjoying the ride of having a Melbourne Cup runner here. Why not? Who wouldn't? Let's go to number nine now. Vow and Declare at around about 27. Look, a lot of these will be bouncing around. That started at 34 as well. Came in, came back out. So it's yo-yoing a little bit at the minute. Robots are taking over the pricing at the moment. But Vow and Declare obviously won this race four years ago. But that was a really weak addition of the race. It sort of had all the favours just in behind the leaders and, and, and won. It's going pretty well at the moment, but... You know, drawn wide, where's it going to get to? Um, I don't think it's any chance in this. You know, you're looking at that $26. In reality, it's probably a 100 to 1 shot. So it's taken up a bit of percentage there in the market and it doesn't need to be. So, yeah, I'm not with Vow and Declare. I think it's got a, a big task ahead of it. It's a previous winner, Betty. That's all you've got to say around the traps. Number 10. Oh, hi, guys. Oh, hi. Oh, it's Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, this is probably not the worst of them. This is a horse who's sort of... It started $4 in the Sydney Cup earlier in the year, so that's sort of got an indication of, of what the market thinks of the horse. And it's going much better this time. In Got the win at Mooney Valley last start. It was really expecting betting $8 into $6.50. Drops a few kilos. Mickey D riding not the worst is what price we're we looking at 31 yeah i'd much rather back it than back down declare so yeah clever not the worst not the worst maybe a bit of a place bet that one not often you hear mickey d and losing weight in the same sentence so there you go <laughs> number 11 at 41 bucks is ash run yeah i mean this is a horse who had a long time off the scene kieran Mar and david uses train it now i mean it's improving with every run after such a long break but goes into the Melbourne Cup here, you know, very unlikely. So, yeah, not one of mine. Not one of yours, not one of mine either. Sorry, Betty. You got the bum steer there in the sweepstakes. And I tell you what, it doesn't look like it's getting much better according to the market because number 12, Day Keane Sweet Junior, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, is at a huge 91 bucks. And there's a few more to come that are triple figures. Yeah, I think we can just roll through these. It's, it's not up to it, this horse. Um, so let's move on. Bang, not up to it, Betty. 13 is Okita Sushi. I'm tipping it's not an Australian horse at 91 bucks. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually an Irish horse, but remarkably, Joseph O'Brien trained, so there's a huge positive, but it just didn't do anything in the Caulfield Cup. So we've had one look at it. Uh, you'd be game to be backing it off that run, so I think we'll pass. I'm game. Let's get on it. Number 14 is Shiraz. Delightful tipple at 126. Doesn't seem to be going down smoothly on Tuesday, no, no, we'll um we'll pass on this one. Bit of a wet tracker. It's not going to get the, those conditions to suit at all. Mudder was a mudder. Father was a mudder. Not going to be wet Tuesday. Thanks for coming. 15 is my Oman, mate. Lastochka. 
at 26. Is this thing going to play? Is this a chance for me? Well, this is the intri- an intriguing run. It, it doesn't have the time form rating of the other horses, 112. It's got no weight. Craig Williams on board. It's got a really nice profile for the rate. You, know, you sort of look for those um, internationals that are lightly raced on the up, which it, it fits that bill, but it probably doesn't have the sort of scope that maybe Vorban or Absurd has. So, yeah, I wouldn't talk you out of this one, but Good. it's probably about the right price. For those wondering at home, I did play cricket against a bloke yesterday, and I am absolutely certain that was his last name. And he was bowling pies, but there you go. Let's go to number 16, Magical Lagoon. And I believe this has got equal billing as, according to the market, the worst in the field. It's at 151 smackaroos. Yeah, it's completely outclassed. I think it's... Just going around for the... I don't know why it's in the race, to be honest. So <laughs> it's not going to win. Magical Lagoon is a fetid, fetid, tepid, stagnant body of water. It's going backwards. Sorry, Betty. Military Mission is number 17. That's at 41 bucks, 9.50 for the place. Yeah, it's going pretty well at the moment. But that race, the Herbert Power at Caulfield, didn't rate any good on my figures. So it's not a winning chance. It'll probably... I think being a gay waterhouse horse, it'll, it'll push forward and be one of the pacemakers. But that's about it. I think the class horses will take over in the last four. 400 metres. There you go. Number 17, military mission. Give you a little bit of titillation on the first lap and then it will fade. Number 18, looking to slink its way through is Serpentine. That is at 61 bucks, mate. Yeah, this is probably going to be another one of the horses up on the speed, but yeah, it doesn't have the class of some of the others. You know, it might give a bit of a sight, but uh, not for me. The field is fading. Number 19 in the lime green, Virtuous Circle. Ooh, looking to go around at 151. Yeah, I mean, this has got pretty good claims to be the worst horse in the race as well, so um, I think we'll pass. <laughs> Move aside, Magical Lagoon. You've been usurped. You're now the most putrid virtuous circle. Jeez, I'd love that, Quinella. Number 20 is more felons for the nefarious folk out there. That's at 34. Yeah, this is interesting. Jamie Carr riding. She showed a little bit of form on Saturday. Should have won the cup a few years ago on a horse whose name escapes me, but just got held up, held up, and couldn't get out and flash late. It was well beaten by Absurd in the in the E-ball, so it's probably a good line to think that maybe it's not up to it, but uh, Jamie Carr's got her work cut out from her, for her from uh, Barrier 24. If you get more felons in the sweepstake, just mention Jamie Carr and keep walking. Future history. Future, future, future history. Number 21 is at 26 bucks. Another Mar and Eustace trained nag. What are we looking at? Yeah, well, I mean, this is one of the other ones. He's got probably a little bit of scope, keeps improving each race. Really good camp. That's probably not the worst, and you know, Top 10 chance, but it's not it's not one of those 101 shots who's just making up the numbers, that's for sure. Not the worst. Top 10 chance. Glowing recommendation from Benny. Let's go to number 22, Interpretation now. I thought it was actually Ted Nugent on board, but I misread that. It's very close, though, in the jockey department <laughs> at 91 bucks. Teddy Nugent. Um, yeah, I mean, this horse won the Bendigo Cup, but that is another race that rated poorly. Yeah, it's just going around for the practice here. What a day to practice when the nation is stopped and fixing its eyes on it. Let's head across the second last now, the penultimate. Never say the ultimate. Kalapur at 67s. Is your number 23 in the race? Yeah, this horse is flying. One on Saturday, backing up. I mean, that's the, the main positive with this horse, but uh, lacks the class of some of the other horses. Betty, if you draw Kalapur, it just lacks a bit of class, but hey, don't we all come Tuesday? True Marvel is going to round out the field, mate. Number 24 at a huge 126 bucks. This isn't winning, and why? Uh, it's just not winning. Uh, it's not good enough. Is that a good enough reason? Okay, pretty good reason not to win. Not good enough. Now, what I want to do, mate, is instead of just... I'm going to get a tip off you, but can you 
can you keep Betty interested and give me maybe maybe a top four? Give me a top five. Can you give me a top five in the cup, please? Yeah, let's do a top five. Because, I mean, this is a race that yes. it's sort of it's gone away from the traditional where you just have to find a handicapper, uh, you know, something down in the weights who's beaten the handicapper. I think you need a real legitimate, you know, almost wait for age group one horse to win. I think Solcom is the bet in this race uh, to start with $10, I think is a real treat as i mentioned i think all it needs to do is jump with the field and and you know all of a sudden it's a five dollar chance because it's got the figures to win this it's had really good weight for age form in the lead up to the caulfield cup where then uh, as we mentioned upon the start marrera is a really good jockey at getting them out of the gates i think it's a really key jockey engagement so drawn low I think you'll get an economical run. He just needs to jump with him, but I'm, I'm willing to take $10 to find out whether he jumps or not. So Solcom's the first one. Second is Vorban. I just, the, the reason I didn't put this on top was probably because of the price. I mean, it is pretty skinny at the moment in such a big field, but it fits the right profile of a horse coming from the uh, from the UK. So couldn't talk you out of Vauban. Third is Gold Trip. I just think, I mean, the weight's the biggest issue, but he's crying out for this 3,200 metres. He's doing nothing wrong. James Mac- James McDonald on board, he's winning everything, so it's a definite chance. I just picked it over without a fight who I've got in for fourth. I just think uh, Gold Trip's more looking for the trip than uh, what without a fight is. So, And then to round out the top five, I've, I've put in absurd. I just think it's a horse who is the right profile in that lightly raced international low down in the weights and has got some time form ratings so they're the top five but i, I really do think Solcom's a, a bet to have uh, in the early markets fantastic stuff i'll fly through it again mate Solcom, you think if it jumps it's a huge chance then Vauban is a worthy favorite if it was a little bit juicier in the market you'd probably have it on top gold trip can defy the weight and without a fight is also in with a shout as is absurd that's another one that fits the profile whatever that means <laughs> and the oman is last dotchka so everyone get on board just set yourself that deposit limit and have a think about what you're prepared to lose on cup day because we're all going to have something on it otherwise you're bloody un-australian <laughs> so we might as well do it within our means mate enjoy your melbourne cup day enjoy your day off cheers and everyone out there, enjoy the cup. Oh, enjoy the beers, enjoy the racing. What a day to be what a day to be alive it's gonna be on Tuesday. <laughs> you almost said that with some sort of lament in your voice. Ah, oh, what a day to be alive. Alright. <laughs> good work. Good work and good luck, punters. Yeah, hopefully found the Melbourne Cup winner. Legend. See ya punters. Yeah.